We would like to welcome you once again to the phenomenal podcast entitled Chocolate Drop. I'm Kevin Evans and welcome to Chocolate Drop. We invite you to be a flyer on the wall as we sit with black men and black women from all walks of life and discuss the topic of black love, the issues at hand, and ultimately what's driving black men and black women to date outside the race. Enjoy. an hour and my father would go back and forth with my, my mother would be mad like he don't make the money I said tell me how the fuck somebody that make $25 an hour gonna go back to make the $8 and feel okay about it he fucking collecting unemployment you fucking ride this way bitch ride it out because in my mind if he rocked with you when you ain't have shit bitch you rock with him until he gets it back together and that's and that's wait 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 that's been with this guy exactly. So long. Exactly. Thank she knows you. It's him. different. And she knows right. what So my point to what is, not gonna do. but my point is, what type of woman is this? Because if a woman has not had the display of another woman in front of her or, a, or the love of a man, and see, this is what I think. People get mixed up about how I love him opposed to what I love that he can do for me. So I'm to the point where I can do for my motherfucking self. So whether he want to do it, I bought my own mint coat. I bought my own Mercedes Benz, the first one and the second one. So guess what? He gonna come, he gonna add to it, or if he don't, shit, I came with the person, however it comes. You feel me, right? So I'm not looking for a person to complete me in the sense of material gain, right? It comes, wait, but but most chicks are, because that's why when he don't have the money, he shit goes. Wait, wait, but my thing is this. But this is my thing. But I also understand that the man. No, no, no. But I also understand that a man shows his love based on what. Right. But I also understand that a man love. A man's love is based on what he can do. So I had a girlfriend who was who was married, right? And her husband. No, listen. And and it's funny because her husband lost his job, right? And she goes, "Yo, he acts different." I said, "Dude, you moved from Boston." And in his mind, when he told you to let shit go, she went, she let her house go, which means she had bad, right, right. She had bad credit, so everything, and did his shit go up? I said, listen, this is what you do. I said, you go home, you suck his dick, and you fucking go on Groupon, and you find a fucking movie outside in Jersey City, and you fucking figure it out till the shit gets better. Because the shit ain't gonna be bad all the time. Because bad times don't last always. And what men always want to feel like is fucking men. Whether he got fucking two cents in his pocket or fucking two million dollars in his pocket. And that's just it. You never want to fucking emasculate a man based on his pockets. And that's why... Wait, wait, wait. You're right. You're absolutely... Absolutely. Right? So the deal is... Right? The deal is you have to be able to soothe. And and right. And I understand what... He's absolutely right. You have to be able to soothe his ego... Whether he's bringing home the bag or he's not, but right? But this is the deal, right? So bitches will look at you, right? And I and I can attest to this, like, yo, you can get any out anything out of him, bitch, because I was with him when shit was good and when shit wasn't so good. And guess what? Because life is like this, it's like a fucking roller coaster. And at 42, I can tell you because I had everything, 730 credit score. 
I fucking sat home for 22 motherfucking months. I could not find a job that was gonna pay me what I wanted. And guess what? He never fucking, he made sure I ate. We ate steak, we ate shrimp, ain't shit never go through the bag. So how the fuck I'm gonna expect him to hold the shit down? And when shit goes wrong for him, I'm like, nah, cause boo boo over there looking. No, motherfucker, you rocks the fuck out. You rocks out. The only reason why you're doing that because you didn't fall in what he said, the program. Because what it is, they pro they programming women to do that, to shoot that man down. And like they said, in order to fuck up the black family, is you gotta fuck up the head of the household. You feel me? So you you two ladies, just like you two ladies said, you know y'all are different. Most women will be like, you know what? Ah, Safi lost his job. Kevin knows. Uh, who do you know we talking about you? Don't speak my shit up. Yeah. Man. You ain't lose your job, man. You're an entrepreneur. And let's say Safi lost his job. You feel me? His his woman, well, how they got a program, they'd be like, okay, he lost his job, but Kev over there doing his one twos. Right. You feel me? You, you know what? But it's the 80-20. Bye. But I, I mean, I think it's different. And I think for me, like, like my, my situation, I'm always clear that it's completely different. Like, not only did I have a black father and I had parents that were married, I also grew up with a twin brother. So I was growing up with a young black man as I was evolving as a young black woman, right? So here I am with two degrees. My brother has a, a certification in graphic design, can't get past college, right? And so, and still living in the bedroom that he grew up in, right? But he is the most intelligent person that I know on this earth. And I used to tell people all the time, my brother is far more smarter than I am. My work ethic is just bananas, right? But the other component is, and I'll have conversations with my father now and say, he needs a break. Because the truth of the matter is, as a black woman, and this is something that educated black women don't talk about, right? Is that what we, I learned early on, especially in college, right, the code switch, right? I learned how to wear bright colors so that I was palatable. I learned how to smile so that people knew to draw to me. I learned how to talk the right talk to be eloquent in my speech so that people would want to provide opportunities for me. Exactly. Because if you're a big black woman, you 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 black and you mad. And I think the other component is so I watched a father that served this nation for 20 plus years in the military. You know what I mean? And make a career out of it, buy his home, take care of his wife, take care of his two children, put them through, through education. But then I watched my twin brother try to figure shit out. My twin brother, either, his first girlfriend was a fair, fair, fair-skinned black girl. His second girlfriend was a black girl that lived in the white side of town, right? <coughs> and every other female after that was Latino. After he got to a place where he couldn't figure out where he was gonna, what he was gonna do professionally and he was still living at home with mom and dad, the only women that accepted him were Latino females. And because my brother is not a thug, he not a hardcore dude, we didn't grow up in the projects, the type of women that are attracted to him because of his mild temper, because of his laid back attitude, tend to be women that are not black women because he is not loud, he's not verbose, he's very like attentive and he just watches and he observes. And so for me, there were character characteristics of my brother <coughs> that I appreciated in men because I saw that sensitivity growing up. I saw the quiet intelligence, and that was something that I valued. So when I dated men, I didn't see myself even as a young black female. So in, 
with the exception of my current partner, I've always made more money than any man that I dated. But I learned something from every single relationship that I was in. Nothing at all. And so I, I, I pay attention to, and I can say the relationship that I learned the most from was the brother that had the largest pay gap between myself and where he was. And because he had lived so much more, and he was just willing to share information. Yeah, he was much older. I've always dated men that were significantly older than me. Significantly older. So at, at that point in time, they were just proud of me. They were ready to welcome whatever my dreams and goals and aspirations were. They weren't trying to dim my light. They weren't trying to kill my shine. And so for me, at like, like between 17 and 19, and the truth of the matter is like between those ages, when you're dating guys that are closer, no, closer to 40 than they were to 30. Because I had always carried myself. No, but my thing is this, usually, but for me, and you also gotta understand, when you grow up with a dad, you carry yourself more mature than the women in your age bracket. So even now, at 29, you know what I mean? At 29, so yeah, if it's a 20-year age gap for the most part, yeah, 50-year-old dude's like, yo, she's 29, she doing it, she ain't looking for me to like fund her shoe and bag habit, but I will. And you know what? And, and you know what? You know what? We could travel together, we can build together, and I'm also at a place where I don't mind building a man up. So if he has a vision of a business, I'm like, oh, let's make it happen. And I think a lot of, I, I tend to also hang out with older, older black women yeah. that are established. Yeah. Oh, no. So, one of so, <laughs> but, but, so what do you say to the majority of black women who don't think like that? Like, I'm not trying to build a man. I'm not, I'm not trying to make a man. He got to be made already. I ain't upgrade nobody. He got to have his shit so together. So, because of my, because of my age, because of my age, usually, I, and of course I have girlfriends that are in my age bracket, and I tell them all the time, you're missing it. You're completely missing it. So I have girlfriends that got daddy issues. Mm. I girlfriends, I got girlfriends that don't have daddy issues. I got girlfriends with mommy issues, which are worse than the girls with daddy issues. Word. So they live in the moment. You know what I mean? And They're so the, the thing is, is that I tell them like, okay, so what's the, the what's the end goal, the right? And so, and I, I would ask a question like, all right, so if a brother made thirty thousand dollars less than you did, right? But when he comes home, he knows how to tell you to like, yo, take your shoes off. I'm gonna rub your feet. The bath water is already run. The kids are already straight, and me and you are gonna have these vacations that we're gonna plan in the next couple of months. And you know what? The savings account is building, and we're doing it together. Cause the truth of the matter is, like I've always dated guys that were in some way, shape, or form blue collar workers, but their bills was always paid. Period. Period. And they they didn't have the degrees that I had, so I watched men that were like fully established, didn't have, and I've even dated guys that were full on entrepreneurs and didn't have nine to fives. I I dealt with dudes that was flipping houses. So my thing is, it was seasons that, yo, he had all the money, and then seasons where he like, yo, I ain't sold a house in three months, so. And I'm like, all right, well, I know how to smother a pork chop. You know what I'm saying? And so I recognize right, that. All right, well, I know you're Muslim, brother. Oh. I can fry some chicken. Can you fry some chicken? I can fry some chicken. But the, but the other component, yo. I can bake chicken, I can grill it, I can, you know what I'm saying, saute, whatever it needs to happen. But I think the other component is younger women, because they like focus on like getting an education and getting a career, that they forget like the Susie homemaker skills, because you really got to have that too. You got to be able to clean a house, because at, at the same way where I can go make the money, I can clean my house, I can cook a meal, and I can take care of children. Let's take on a less educated one. You're speaking from. You're speaking. You're speaking from. But let's let's get this right. 
Let's get this right. But you're speaking. But you two are. You two are definitely speaking from an educated woman that had in a rare point of view that had their father there. That was a strong father. No, no, that still has their. father. It still has the. It still. It still has a man. And he's present because there's a lot of fathers that are present that were not present, which is fucked up. But think about the. Let's go with the woman that. Hasn't doesn't have a father. Doesn't know a father. Okay. Doesn't know what a strong man is. So when she runs upon a strong man that was raised by two strong women. But will you say just would, hold on? Would you that's say, raised by well, two strong on, women? Would you say a strong man or just a man? Just a man. Because a man's ego has to be stroked. Like not, not all men. No, no, no. Not all men ego has to be stroked. But we need to. No, 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 not all men. I'm so, to, I'm so, I don't, me, I don't have to be stroked. Me, myself, I'm oh, so stroked. I don't have to be stroked. But it ain't, you but ain't I, being but I, no, but I need to know. I'm so stroked. I need to know. But. That we we're right. We have to be right. We have to be right. No, but yeah. everyone loves. So that's what you man. get a relationship. We do love, love affirmation. Think about that. But that's what. But that's what we're talking about. That's what. That's what we're talking about. The matter is, people forget the fact, and one thing that I recognize in terms of black men, black men in in many cases, their love link. So what what people have the terrible tendency of doing is exuding the love language that they want. No, if my man needs words of affirmation and I need quality time, I need to give him words of affirmation and I need to express to him that I need quality, quality time. time. Period. 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 But and I can't, I can't tell him. You're going to get quality right. time. Right. But what happens because is I want quality time and I try to make him give me quality time. At Toys R Us, Yo. He wants to know that, that what he's doing. <laughs> but Toys R Us, FedEx, Home, Home Depot, Depot, UPS, wherever. Any, any of these jobs that a woman may feel that she's up here is minuscule to him. Think yeah. about it. But where's she coming Think from? Think about though? it. She's coming from because she Typically came from... Typically a broken place. But she came from nothing. A broken she came, place. A broken home where your grandmother, your mother, and everybody else, when, we, when the guy went out to work, no matter what it was, if it was shoveling shit, my father, my father still brought, he still brought home money to this household. He took care of us. My father didn't have an education, things of that nature. You have to look at it that way. Some fathers never went past high school. My father didn't. You never went past high school. I ain't never had a hungry You never went past high school. You never went past high school. And I always go back, I go back, I go back to something that's, that that she says to me <laughs> a long time ago. We knew each other. We knew each other for a long time. And she said to me one day. She said to me one day. She said, "I never met your father." And she called. She was like, "Where's Ghost Dad?" She said. She said, "Where's Ghost Dad?" And this is a true story. This ain't no shit we make up, because we're always we're together. We're together. We're like we're one. We go from the fucking riding in a Ford Tempo together. <laughs> Let's get this shit out here. <laughs> you know, where she would drive me around, I would lay in the back seat of the Ford Tempo. Before there was Bluetooth. Before, before there was Bluetooth. I would, crazy, I, would be talking I would lay in the back seat of this Ford Tempo and talk to her. We go to the mall, shop. <laughs> but when you think about all this shit, she was there. She was there. She saw what type of guys, what type of man I was going to. So with that type of bond, uh -oh. 
That's a serious bond between a black man and a black woman. Did you guys ever develop feelings on that level Never. for Never. each other? Never, Never because, because, because I know respect. because my mother, who's a black southern woman, says you don't sleep with your friends because once you sleep with them, they ain't your friends. So wait, wait, wait. So you telling me? Give me this. <laughs> so you telling me that a black man and a black woman can't start off as good ass friends, understand each other, know each, know all they dirt. Everybody know each other dirt. Oh, I know his dirt. I got. And and, and 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 get to a level where. All right, his relationship might fizzle out, your shit might fizzle out, and guess what? One night, y'all might look at each other right and be like, "Yo, this my, this my, this my rider. This I had, this my rock been on the side of me the whole time." But, but hold on. But I also understood the respect and the boundaries of friendship because I know once it becomes a thing of smashing or pushing in the cushion, dynamics change, right? Yeah. So, because I... In a good way, too, though. A good or a bad way. Go but right. because I knew I loved him, right. it, was ne it never went that way with us. Right, right. It never went that way with us. But once again, I'll go... Wait, wait. But I'll go right back to the relationship with my father. If there is 50 women in the room, and my cousin Dewan will tell you, I'm typically in the fucking corner with the dude because I ain't got time for the bullshit that the girls do. And most of my girlfriends act like dudes. We don't do the petty stuff. You know, so you more your father's person. I'm a boy. boy. He's a, what am I? Yeah, you more. <laughs> he's a boy. He's more. Now let me tell you. Am I? If a guy can run <laughs> across a woman that's more like a guy, because right. she understands. Oh, he can rock all day. So she my father, right? My father, my mother would tell my right. My mother would tell you that I look just like her, but I act like I act just like my father. And I when I went to I, a I funeral think, I, I once, really right, and, and I went to a funeral once, one time, and, and the girl said, when a, a woman, a man raises his children, and the boys are expected to act like their dad, but when he has his girls with his personal, that's a badass man. And wait, wait, and any man. But it's normally, it normally works that way. Right, but any dude, which Dewan is my cousin, and Eric is my best friend before you got to the table, Everybody at this table, even Yolanda, has such a high regard for my dad. At 75, this dude is like king above. Like, if you met this dude, this is the coolest dude. I have. To, I love my father so much that I never smoke weed because my father smoked weed my whole motherfucking life. And when still I puffing. still puffing at 75, That's he said right, he got glaucoma. Right? Like, he said I had glaucoma. Right? So I grew up in my house seeing Easy Water and Tops my whole life. So that when I went to Virginia State University, right. I'm like, oh, I ain't smoking that because I want. My, I love clothes. I love to dress. If anything gonna make my clothes stink, I'm good because I need to get at least two wears out of my outfit. So the respect for my and the love for my dad and anyone and I and both of them will take my. If I if I would have got pregnant as a teenager, I would have went to my father before I went to my mother. Right, so I, I got a deep ass deep ass question for the brothers. This shit just popped in my head, and this <laughs> and as it popped in my head, it's just kind of deep for me too. If I ask myself this question, but. Um, Eric, Dewan, Khalil, Khalil Dre. I'm going to ask you, brothers, a deep-ass question. And I'm going to give you one minute each to kind of extrapolate on the question. It's a deep-ass question. I'm going to break it down so it's forever broke. What's your definition of a, a man? I'm going to let the OG start with that one. 
Um, oh, so no. Okay. Um, so, definition of a man. Um, okay. So for me, um, I can't, I can't talk about being a man without talking about what I witnessed my father do. Right? How I watched my father work every day and love his woman and take care of his house and take care of his family. Um, and you know, the men in my life, um, I've been blessed enough that they've all been like strong ass black men. Uh, whatever their finances were at any given moment, right? right? Like, the manhood never changed for them, right? So, yeah, of course, you know, like, life is life. So my dad had some lean times and some times where the money was flowing beautifully, right? Um, but I also think about my granddad, right? So my grandfather and my father and my uncle were the three greatest experiences for me in my life. Um, and my grandfather had an elementary school education, right? Elementary school education, but the one thing he always was was a man, right? So he took care of his kids, he took care of your kids. What's going on, man? took care of his kids, somebody else's kids, whomever, whomever's kids, right? Um, and so for me, a man is more about providing. Um, that's not the money, but that's providing, right? That's providing when in those moments when you need it, right? When she can't be strong, and even when she is strong, because all the women in my life have been crazy strong black women. Um, men for me in my life were like alpha males, right? They were it. Uh, and so the women sometimes were able to lead as they let their women lead, but they always knew, like my mother had the strongest personality ever, but she always knew that like Rajan was in charge, right? He always knew when to say enough. So for me, when I think about manhood, it's it's being able to support your woman, right? So if she has a career, you support her. If she doesn't have a career, she's just taking care of the family, you support her in that, because that's, a, that's a, a hard ass job, right? Um, but manhood for me was always about standing up, standing strong. Um, and I learned later on Right, not from them, but from just like my own experiences that sometimes in being a man, you gotta be super vulnerable, right? Because if you're not vulnerable what makes a man yeah, yeah, if you're not vulnerable, then you can't you don't allow the woman the moment to be strong for you. You don't allow the woman the moment to help replenish you, right? To give you those affirmations that you need. Like I always talk about affirmations in relationships because I know I need them. Right? If the relationship that I the relationship that I had that was the worst was the one where she felt like she did not have to affirm what I knew, right? So I tell chicks all the time, like, yo, my mama said I was a king and all my aunts told me the same, so you can't tell me shit. Right? You can't say a damn thing to me, because Joanne said you are a king, right? And every auntie I got, rather rather it was blood auntie or auntie, right, said you are a king. Don't take no shorts, right? But in not taking no shorts, you can't offer up any shorts. So for me, that's really what manhood is. Derek? With me. That's all right. I might look like a Derek or something. <laughs> it's, it's the braces. I'm going to piggyback off of what he said because I'm going off of what my dad did. My dad, no matter what, he was 100 percent built on responsibility and take care of your household no matter what whatever situation come your way being that you're the man of the house that's your responsibility you take care of that in regards to even if the young lady that you with has a child that's not yours you with that lady that's your child like with me i'm married five years i've been with her my son is what 26 i've been with her for 25 dealing with her for 25 years so i i basically raised her son while her son father was in prison so 
I didn't have to take care of him, but how my dad raised me, that's your responsibility. Yeah, because I see I see a lot of I, I see a lot of men that say I'm not buying that other kid no sneakers. That's not my child. Hold. Excuse my French, but you fucking that lady, you living with her, you putting food in that house, that's your damn child. And and then on top of it, you feel me? How how that how that kid gonna look at you? You feel me? You 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 telling this kid you don't have to take care of him, then it's gonna turn around, he gonna turn around and start acting the same way you acting. Now, my stepson, which is 21 now, every he seen me work. Because my dad, all he did was work. When he was able to work my stepson, he got his first job. He said, the hell with this, I need more money. He was in high school with two jobs. He said, like I told him, I said, I told him, I said, whatever you want, you work hard for it. Don't ask your mama for it. You feel me? You shouldn't have to beg no one to do nothing. You're a man, stand on your own two feet, do what you need to do. So that's why I look at it as a man, you know, it's it's responsibility. Your household is your household. Take care of it. I got it. Now, for me, my definition, I didn't grow up with my father. I met my father at 18. So my definition would be all the things that my moms couldn't do. So... My definition would be to be the strong person in the house, the protector of the house, the provider. Even and in my house, I'm an entrepreneur. I have my own business. My wife works, and she makes more money than me. But still, I'm the head of the house. So all decisions come through me because I, as the head, am the head. So, not me. My wife is my wife is black, but she's Haitian, and. No, she's not. She's Haitian. Uh, her, her father and mother were together the whole time. Father ran around. He was, you know, he did his thing. And um, and my relationship isn't going as great as it could be. Like we're we're on odds right now, but still, I'm the head of the house. So yeah, it happens. You know, I'm a man. Um, so I provide. I provide for my children. Um, I don't have any girls. Don't listen to Tammy. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any girls. I don't know anything about the girl situation. Um, I grew up with my mom. My mom was a strong black woman, but I see where she lacked and where she couldn't. That's where I feel like I could and I do. So I run the house. I make sure everything gets done, the cleaning, the cleaning, the rearing of the child. I raised my boy. My wife was working a lot. She works a job that requires her to be out of the house a long time. I raised my boys from baby. I, I, I didn't give them milk, you know, the milk came from her, but I I gave them bottles, I changed pampers, I did all that. I kept the house, I cleaned, I cooked. Oh, not so much cooked, but, you know, I fed what she cooked. So, I can cook, but that ain't my thing. Um, <laughs> so I do all the things that's necessary as the head of the house to make sure the house runs smoothly. Um, so my definition would be to be strong, to be able to uh, raise your children and provide for your children, not just financially, mentally, stable, make sure they walk the right road and all those type of things. Try to groom strong black men. Um, I tell them a lot. A lot of the things they say, you know, dad, that's old school. We don't do that anymore because it's a new age. But I don't care. I'm raising you with a foundation. The foundation has been laid way years before we ever got here, way years before me, way years before you, and this is what it's going to be. Sure, things have changed. Things are different. 
but you have to take that foundation and maneuver it through what life is now. And those are the things that I think to be strong, to be able to raise your kids, rear your kids, teach them, uh, try to be the best you can for your spouse, you know, give her the love and the nurturing that you can. And it's always going to be hard because things are very different. Like I said, she makes more money than me. She has a college education. I have a, a business. We, we walk in two different paths. She's in the corporate path. I'm in the entrepreneurship path. But I make my money. She makes her money. And we do what we do. I have a business. She has a, she has a job. She also has a business that's burgeoning. Only and, me halfway. <laughs> right. So, we, you know, and, you know, a lot of women are on that... Uh, a lot of women say, oh, we don't, we, I, I don't pay no bills. You know, my husband pays off. No, no. This day and age requires two. It's, it's expensive out here. We pay bills. A pair of shoes is, a, a pair of nice sneakers are $150. Yeah, like but we're in Jersey. <laughs> we're outside of New York. It's expensive. One check isn't going to get it. We need two checks. So that's what it is. And we make sure we do the best we can to provide the best that we can. I have children that are... Uh, the world says has special needs, um, so we do that. We follow that path. Neither one of them are, you know, just running smoothly through life. But as the father, I'm there. Like I, I, I see certain reflections when I walk into the when I. Sometimes when I go to my son's school, they like, oh, he's Evans Wilder. He's out of control. But when I walk in the building, I'm like, Evan, what are you doing? He sits down and he's like, Dad, this is what it is, because he knows as the father, I'm the one he has to answer to. So he explains exactly what it is. I don't care what, he could have been wilding 10 minutes before I got there. When I get there, sit down and tell me what it is, and then we go from there because he understands what my role is, and, and I'm extending that to him. At, at 15, I'm, a, I'm showing him what it is to be a man. Chocolate drop.